welcome back to the We Are Wave Makers podcast, where we explore the intersection of purpose, passion, and how it connects to holistic marketing for businesses. Presented by the Wave Makers Collective, we invite you to sit back and tune into conversation with experts from Southeast Asia on how businesses can apply the holistic marketing approach to grow their business. I'm your host, Nazira Hashim, and I am delighted to welcome you today as we chat with Bifong, the Marketing Director at UOA Hospitality Group in Malaysia. Over the last decade of her career, B has worked with brands across the region, including Marriott International in groups such as Sheraton Kuta in Bali and W Hotel in Kuala Lumpur, where she specialized in branding, partnerships, corporate communications, and orchestrating marketing campaigns that effectively reinforced and built brand awareness. Today, we are here to uncover her thoughts on what she believes is the future of marketing in the world of hospitality. Welcome, B. Hello, Nas. Thank you so Thank much you. for coming online today with us. I hope you have been having a great time working so far in KL because you were in Indonesia before. How's that yeah. going it's good. It's good. I mean, uh, it's not much different. The hotel scene in KL and uh, Bali, of course, the ones that I'm attached to in KL are city hotels. The ones that I'm attached to in Bali were resorts. But yeah, uh, good to be back in KL for the last couple of years. Yeah. So like, I want to jump right into it. But before I do, um, I really would like to know a little bit more of what you're doing at UOA Hospitality Group. Maybe you can give us a little bit of insights on, you know, just a little blurb, you mm. know, how's it going over there? Yeah, uh, it's been doing good. Obviously, UA Hospitality is a local uh, Malaysian hotel chain. We have hotels such as the VE in Bangsa South, Commune Bangsa South, Commune in Cheras, which is a senior living facility with a hotel that's attached to it. They call it the wellness hub there, as well as a new F&B establishment in KL called Bamboo Hills. Yeah, so that is our new project right now that we are working on. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Yep. Is it yeah. any different in terms of um, marketing in a post-pandemic environment? Do you see a decrease or increase in marketing mm. uh, budgets for um, mm. you know, industries like uh, even in UOA in general? What mm, have you seen mm. so far? Are people willing to invest in marketing or are they sort of like unsure. Mm. Okay, thanks for the question. wouldn't say that there is an increase or decrease. I think it's very much dependent on the the needs of the hotel, right? But I would say that there is a newfound importance in marketing. A lot of brands are right now pivoting towards uh, digitalization in hospitality, especially in marketing, because what it can do is that it can help hotels to regain consumer confidence during the post-pandemic uh, environment. Also to attract a new segment of travelers, right? I think post-pandemic, we get to see that, oh, traditionally hotels like W Hotels previously, they don't cater to families, right? But now, because of the pandemic, we were only targeting the locals because there were no international travelers coming in. Suddenly, you find that, you know, families, young families would like to come and experience the hotel together with their young children to expose them. So it's like a, attracting a new segment of travelers as well. Lastly, I would say like optimizing their revenue management because during the pandemic, we were not seeing the revenues that we were used to before. And now we need to optimize, you know, whatever that we have. 
I do see a newfound importance for marketing, I would say, and I believe that many hospitality companies are ramping up on their digital presence right now in anticipation of the return of international travel, as you can see in the last couple of months. Do you see any changes in travels incoming from abroad already? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, especially with after the China opening its borders, we would see there is an influx. We are not fully into the pre-pandemic demands yet. Yeah. But it's getting there. It's getting there. It's getting there. Yeah. I noticed that, I mean, I was watching a recent study in news lately and they were saying that this mm. year will be the year that China will be the biggest global international travelers uh, yes. in, across the world. Um, and I can see that in Bali already, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Chinese tourism, uh, Chinese tourists. Mm. Starting to come back, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I think, I think you know, travel, despite uncertain times, you know, in the existing mm-hmm. economy, people are talking about inflation, do you feel like the hospitality industry may be taking another hit if there is, you know, this economic, you know, uncertainty? Yes, yes, yes. So I think that's what everybody is talking about right now. I would say the hospitality industry outlook for 2023 is mixed, really dependent on the region, what segment and also what are the market conditions. Let's talk about the bad, the good and what's happening in Asia Pacific because that's where the region that we are in right now, right? So although we are seeing signs of recovery in some areas, I believe many businesses are still struggling, right, to meet post-pandemic results, right? It is important to note that the impact of COVID-19 is expected to recede. However, the hospitality industry continues to face many challenges recently, including staff shortages because during the pandemic, they had to let go of staff. Supply chain issues, you know, with the war that's going on, between Russia and Ukraine, it has also affected like supply chain issues because of sanctions here and there, and also a lack of economic growth in some areas. I think the hospitality was the one that was hit the hardest. And when we were anticipating that we will bounce back, it did not bounce back as quickly as it was before because the borders are still closed and stuff like that. Inflation, like you just mentioned, you know, what we are facing right now, things are getting more and more expensive. And not only that, uh, volatile exchange rates. So countries like the US that are enjoying like better exchange rates, they have better spending power when they travel compared to like us in Asia where, you know, if we are traveling to that side of the world, it is more expensive right now due to the exchange rate. It keeps increasing. So these are the key risks that we need to look at for this year. But I'm not saying that everything is all doom and gloom. However, there are also some positive trends uh, in the industry for 2023. So for example, travel spending is expected to increase because of all this pent-up travel. You couldn't travel for the last couple of years, so you know you want to um, make the most of it. So more travelers are likely to make up for loss of uh, travel and will be willing to pay more to maximize their trip, to make every experience worth the money, right? Somewhere you wanted to go before or holiday that you were planning during 2020 and then the pandemic hit. Then you already, you know, manifesting it and, you know, you want to experience what you imagine to do there, right? Additionally, the hospitality industry is also expected to develop and adopt more sustainable solutions in all its activities using technology. So I don't know if you realize, but some hotels are slowly replacing like mundane tasks with solutions to optimize their operations. So for example, 
you know, rooms can now be accessed without a key card. You know, you don't need to go past the front desk. All you need to do is register prior, include all your details and everything. This is also to minimize contact, human contact. And now you can just use your mobile phone to, you know, to access your room, you know. So this is a technology that we are adopting. So all these mundane tasks of like checking in a guest, you know, getting all their details and stuff like that will slowly be cut down. Moving forward also, I see AI coming into the picture. I think everyone's hot topic right now is ChatGPT. It has good and bad. I would only talk about the hotel industry right now because it's such a broad topic. It is a big part of innovation in the hotel industry that can solve problems such as staff shortages. So let me give you an example. So if a guest comes down and say like, I don't want to go to the touristy places. I want to go somewhere less touristy, you know, like what can you suggest? It will take time for staff to go and research these kind of things because it's not your usual stuff. But right now you can just type out what you want to know and, you know, the chat GPT can actually generate those kind of information. So it will take time away from the hotel staff doing this mundane task and, you know, they can concentrate on making the guest experience a little bit more personalized, right? In return, making them loyal and returning guests. As for the Asia-Pacific region, now that we, that we talk about the good and the bad, I think for the Asia-Pacific region, I think the release of the pent-up travel demand is going to continue on an upward trend this year with the opening of major markets such as China, Japan, Hong Kong late last year and early this year. But only time will tell if 2023 will be better than the years before pandemic due to the pros and cons that we just spoke about just now. Yeah, I would say that we can't this year to be the year that it goes pre-pandemic levels. No, I, I, no, no. I really, really doubt that because mm-hmm. only one week ago or less than a week ago, Japan just lifted the mandatory need to, for tourists to actually showcase their vaccination status. Mm-hmm. And with that change, and we're already in May, mm-hmm. I think they could have hit their numbers had they removed that completely, right? Correct, correct. So the, the world itself is going mm-hmm. towards, hey, you want to travel? You don't need to show your vaccine status anymore. Yes. And with that, I do think there will be a change in how people will travel. And perhaps that's their way of trying to get the recovery of the 2023 pre-pandemic mm-hmm. levels is something that they're trying to get to. But I would say I don't think it's going to get there by the end of this not year. Yet. Yeah, yeah, not yet. But as you mentioned, right? People are really like desiring to travel. And so mm. I think money is not necessarily the issue right now for them to spend. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. more like whether the hotel uh, can provide the right kind of experience, the right kind of right. amenities, the destination itself is giving them what they seek. And um, mm-hmm. I think one of the trends we always knew lately is sustainability, the great outdoors, nature, connecting to mm-hmm. wellness. It's part of the trend that I see is happening more so in luxury travel and I feel like also in just general travel in general people are very cautious because we know we have like global warming and things like that so people are very very particular in how brands actually uh, promote their their sustainability efforts that being said you know considering we know that things are uncertain Mm -hmm. you mentioned chat GPT which is a topic that I knew we would talk about here right (laughs) in the context of marketing do you think hotels are actually utilizing it right now to effectively promote their business no not yet I think it's still at the infancy stage and I think everyone is trying to see like oh 
whether this is going to displace certain jobs, you know, certain levels of jobs, right? Like I, like I said, like perhaps maybe a concierge is no longer needed because you can just check, you know, you, when you check in, we give you a login and then you can just ask away, you know, you, you eliminate certain jobs in the hotel industry, which I think uh, because the hotel industry is such a human-centric industry, you know, I, I think it would take a little bit longer for it to overtake the industry, yeah. As much as I, I enjoy ChatGPT as a tool, I often fact-check the the platform. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, even though they yes. tell you all these ideas and research True. and whatever, like, I noticed that you you still need to kind of check it because it's mm-hmm. not it's not there yet. I believe like for hospitality managers, I think it's a helpful tool to give you a yes. faster productivity working mm-hmm. um, experience. Mm-hmm. But at, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like you said, hospitality is a human to human, you know, yeah. uh, experience. Yes, and correct. As much as we want to, you know, make it more streamlined with um, less human contact. Mm-hmm. I think what we seek when we have hospitality is the human contact yes. to make us feel welcome in a, in a new environment or a place. But do you have anything to add to that, actually? Yeah, I think, you know, like ChatGPT can help the process of like getting a new customer. That consumer journey at the beginning, not when the guests are already at the hotel. I think when the guests are already at the hotel, we seek that human to human touch. You can have ChatGPT or computer to like uh, generate like advertisements you know for guests that like traveling into their destination and you know that consumer journey funnel where towards the end where they decide where to stay i would say that will help at that stage but when you are already at the hotel guests still want to have that human to human touch i think that one cannot be replaced agreed agreed Aside from that, how can managers in hospitality support teams to remain agile in these uncertain times, actually? What do you think? Mm, Okay, so managers in hospitality can support their marketing teams by a few things, actually. I think, first of all, you know, with the ever-changing strategy, I think it's very important for managers to provide clear and realistic goals and expectations for the marketing team. So, for example, you can't be expecting a revenue of, you know, one million which is like perhaps your goals to reach pre-pandemic. But I think during the pandemic, you got to be clear what you want to achieve, communicate it to the team and aligning them with the overall business objectives and vision. Secondly, I would say empower the marketing team to make decisions and take actions based on data. I think pre-pandemic, maybe certain hotel brands did not see the importance of it, but now during the pandemic, we were looking a lot at data. What can we do? Guest feedback. How can we improve, right? Consumer insights will help us also get to know what the consumers want. And trusting the team to experiment and learn from their mistakes, you know, there are always failures and uh, successes. So during the pandemic, you had to experiment with whatever that we could, you know, because we weren't getting the numbers. So what can we do? We started doing delivery, which was unheard of pre-pandemic, right? Next, I would say a manager should also encourage collaborations and communication among the team members, not just marketing team and sales department, but marketing team with the rest of the departments in the hotels because everyone's a stakeholder, right? Sharing of ideas and best practices. So for example, during the pandemic, right, we could operate restaurants, but we couldn't allow guests to stay, for example, right? So what we did was to to allow people to dine out safer, 
we collaborate with the rooms division, you know, and F&B to provide guests to be able to dine in the room itself so that it's safer environment for them to dine. Then, you know, it's a collaboration, right? So managers should encourage this kind of collaboration so that it's a win-win situation for everybody. F&B gets the revenue, rooms division get the revenue, and you just need marketing team to communicate this to the public, right? I think the other point is also managers should offer regular feedback and recognition to their marketing team. <laughs> we are often the unsung heroes, but also acknowledging their efforts and achievements is, you know, it's also good for to boost morale. Of course. Yeah, and then also providing their opportunities for training and development to enhance their skills. So, you know, not just doing one specific area in marketing, you know, expose them in experimenting. Lastly, I would say managers also should be flexible and adaptable to the changing market conditions and customer needs. So being open to new strategies and approach can help their marketing team to achieve all these goals together. Yeah, those are the traits that I like to see in a manager, you know, to help marketing teams to remain agile. I 100% agree. I mean, for me, every single point that you brought up Mm -hmm. really um, would help foster the philosophy we have here, which is holistic marketing. You mentioned that everyone is a stakeholder. And that's true, right? We we imagine that marketing team is just communicating the message, but it all trickles down to everyone, right? In the organization. And if we're creative with how we approach the entire organization's way of fulfilling a specific goal, aka making the customer happy, right? Like let, let's make yes. the customer happy. Let's that's a simple goal. Yes. But it can't just be the marketing team that you know yes. sells the idea of what Correct. makes the customers happy. It's gotta be the, you know, the entire operations, the whole experience. And that comes from the leadership, right? The management yeah. need to empower mm-hmm. each team department to see this big picture, for example. And mm-hmm. I think you hit it right in the nail in the head right there when you said um, essentially training will help yes. the, the entire team, not just a marketing team, to really mm-hmm. see that big picture. So I totally resonate with that. With that being said, one last question for you, B. Um, mm. For new marketers, right, we get a lot of young people, who, you know, ask for mentorship from, you know, people like myself and my business partner, Rachel. You know, I'm sure you've done a little bit of mentoring yourself. What's your advice for new marketers when they navigate their career moving forward? What would you like them to think of? Okay, I want them to learn and be curious as much as you can. Learn as much as you can about the hospitality industry. It's not just your specific uh, industry, but what are the trends out there? What are the challenges and what are the opportunities? And Go out and be curious and learn what are the best practices that people are doing out there. You can do this by reading a lot of, uh, you know, industry publications, blogs, podcasts, newsletters. There are plenty of information out there just waiting for you to, whether or not you want to, you know, to go and learn. Networking with people, uh, I think networking with other hospitality professionals and experts who are more experienced would actually help them to inspire them. I would think so, yeah. Then next point, I would say, understand your target market uh, as a marketer. What are the needs? What are their preferences? What are the behavior and what are the feedback? What are people saying about you, right? You can do this by conducting market research. 
analyzing data. All these are actually in whether or not you want to go and get this information. Listening to social media conversations, you know, what are they talking about your brand, you know? I would say this would help you make an informed decision about your marketing strategies. Next, I would say develop your marketing skills and knowledge, especially in areas that are relevant and valuable in the hospitality industry, such as content marketing. I wouldn't say, you know, it's just PR and digital marketing. What else? You know, with post-pandemic, we were doing a lot of content creation because we need customers to know what are we doing to keep our hotel guests and staff safe during the pandemic. Yeah, I'm talking specifically more on that. Develop marketing skills in social media marketing, you know. What are the trends? What are people watching? Video marketing, uh, I think you, relating back to content marketing again, video has gone from doing long-form videos to now short-form videos to even shorts on YouTube. On Instagram, you know, uh, they have already introduced this kind of like video marketing. User-generated content, I would say you can do this, you know, with guests posting about you, basically gives people the confidence that this is what people are talking about you. Hence, it must be true. All these marketing skills you can actually develop by just a simple thing as taking the initiative of taking an online course or certification, LinkedIn has a lot of courses which are free, you know, reading articles, you know, watching tutorials available on YouTube. (laughs) If you don't know how to create a video, short form video, you can watch tutorial on how to do so because all these were not taught in college. I think none of us went to college learning all these things. Yeah. Be creative and innovative in your marketing strategies and campaign. I think I would like to see more marketeers do this by brainstorming ideas with their colleagues, you know, not just within their department, right? Using tools or platforms that can help to generate or execute ideas. Because when we were, during the pandemic, we were not sure whether this was going to be a failure or will it be a success, you know, whether we put this promotion out, whether it will work or not. So we just got to keep being creative and innovative to keep improving it, right? And I think the last point I'd like to mention is to be flexible and adaptable in the changing market conditions and customer needs. You can do this by monitoring all the market trends and what are the customers' feedback. Being open to new strategies will also help you approach and achieve your goals if you are willing to experiment and learn from your failures and successes. Yeah, that's great advice. I think like at the end of the day, there's so many things that an individual in the new, in new to the industry can actually learn via Mm -hmm. just whatever's online and yes yes your whole idea of having this philosophy of constantly learning and you know using that learning experience to actually be creative and innovative Mm -hmm. it's fundamental to be successful Mm -hmm. in your industry any industry yeah actually so i think it's great advice with that i'd just like to say thank you so much b for giving us this time and so many great insights from you on, you know, what's happening in the hospitality (laughs) industry. What's it like post-pandemic environment and what what to expect? Really great advice. Mm -hmm. So I I just want to say thank you for coming on to the show. We hope to have you back real soon to give us more insights on the hospitality industry and the future of marketing as we see it evolve. Thanks for having me. 
that wraps up our fourth episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, do give us a follow at wavemakers.co on our Instagram to stay updated on our latest episode. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.